Latest music. All the news worth knowing in the Archdiocese of Adelaide. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah! <laughs> Let's get into it. Three, two, one. Hi, this is Arch D. Great to have you along. James here. Fantastic show tonight. We had a wonderful experience uh, a couple of weeks ago. Steve Angrisano, who is probably one of the world's leading youth ministers, music ministers, was here in Adelaide for only a few days. He did one public concert, one session with uh, church music ministers. And then on the final day, uh, he was down at Christian Brothers College in the city, did a, a performance for the school there. And then at the very end, did this very small performance workshop for a small group of about 100 people who'd come from other schools. Now, I've seen Steve Angrisano perform probably over a dozen times now um, at the Australian Catholic Youth Festival last year and a few others. For me, this was the best and most inspiring performance I've seen of his. Uh, we had the tape running uh, when we started. I asked his permission, can we use this recording and can we play it on HD? He said, absolutely. Um, so here we go. Uh, Steve Angrisano live in Adelaide. Enjoy. I was telling Belinda, Sarah and Michael up the back here who I work with that uh, I got here this morning at half past seven to start setting everything up. And we've since had two, uh, uh, we had a middle school and a senior school workshop an hour each. And only now for me feels like 7.45 a.m. because the time has just rocketed by so fast. And that's really a testament to Steve and the way he presents and the way he draws you in. Now, he'd be way too humble to say it, but I would say that he's probably one of the top three or four Catholic youth ministers, music ministers in the world at this time. He has performed at seven World Youth Days. He has emceed uh, four uh, NCYC, which is, if any of you guys were at the Australian Catholic Youth Festival at the end of last year, this is the American version, except that ours, which was awesome, I must say, awesome. We had three and a half thousand people at the NCYC. They have over 20,000 people um, at each one. And Steve is no stranger to performing and holding and engaging a room of that size. So without any further ado, Steve Angrisano, give him a big hand, everyone. Thank you. Hey, who was there? Who was at ACYF? Just curious. Raise your hand. Some? Yeah? Okay. The guys that waved at me when they came in. There you go. We want to start with a song, and the, the song really only has two words that you need to know. And the two words are yes and Lord. And when you put them together in a song, they go like this. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yeah, like that. Have you ever heard this song? That's your part. If you're embarrassed, close your eyes. No one will see you. All right. Let's just try it. Here we go. You say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Oh, for amen, we're going we're gonna to raise the roof. Amen, it's going to be like amen, amen. You're doing great. If you feel kind of stupid, you're doing it right. That's how it goes. All right. There, I'm going to jump right into the verse because there's actually more to this, and we just don't have a lot of time. We're just going to have to go for it. I'm treating my sorrows. And you go the other way. I'm treating, that's Catholic aerobics, that's very healthy, that's it. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, one more time. I'm treating my sickness. Other way. I'm treating my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. 
Here we go now. Yes, Lord. You say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Oh, yeah. Perfect. Like If you feel stupid, you're doing it right, right? Okay, that's it. That's it. So now you're doing so well, we're going to learn it in other languages as well. All right. So if we were to sing this in Spanish, you would say, Si, senor, si, senor, si, senor. Try it. Si, senor. Oh, 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 you have to do this and sing Spanish. I know. I know. It's school, right? All right. Here we go. Si, senor, si, senor, si, senor. Si, senor, si, senor, si, senor. Si, senor, si, senor, si, senor. Amen. 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 Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's good. And in that traditional romance language, uh, Korean, you would say it like this. Neju nem, neju nem. Try it. Neju nem, neju nem, neju nem. Neju nem, neju nem, neju nem. Neju nem, neju nem, neju nem. Amen. 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 That's it. One more time. Sweeping that way. I'm treating my sorrows. I'm treating my shame. Bring it down. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. All right. So we're going to do it in French because that's the one I can't do. Right. All right. So now. So here's the deal. I'm Italian. I'm biased. All right. But if you go to Italy, you try to speak Italian, you get it wrong. They don't care. They just love you for trying. They give you pasta. They treat you great. All right. You go to France, you speak French, you get it wrong. I'm just saying, there ain't no love for you at all. All right. I, I tried this. All right. So the word for yes in French is we, oui, see, si, yes, we. Oui. All right. So yes, my God, that would be the direct translation of what we're about to say. And it would be we. Oui, Mon Dieu. But every time I do it, a French person says to me, no, no, mon Dieu. <laughs> like, oh, thank you, mon Dieu. No, look, mon Dieu. I'm like, I just said that, bucko. All right, just leave me alone. All right, oui, mon Dieu. I don't know. Just do the best you can. I'm from Texas. I can't do it. All right. And it's a little known fact. The actual word for amen in French is pronounced like this. Ha-ha. <laughs> All right, so... Second thought, I might have made that up, but we're going to do that anyway. All right, so let's try it. Here we go. We mon Dieu. 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 Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Give yourselves a hand. That was all right. Yeah. Arch D. 107.9. Life FM. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you My one defense My righteousness Oh God, how I need you We're just going to sing the refrain one time So sing it, if you're embarrassed, close your eyes, no one will see you Alright, 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 here we go Lord, I need you Oh, I Righteousness, oh God, how I need you. Have you heard that before? 
Yeah. All right. Just checking. All right. Here, so so here's here's why I would be here. So to share with you a couple of things. I, this is what I do all the time, and uh, I love coming. This is my fifth year, I think, to be here in May in Australia. Uh, I was here one day, a very fast day, a year ago here in Adelaide, but I've been often in the Sydney schools and Brisbane schools and Melbourne schools, and it, it feels a little bit like this, only you guys are cooler because you just are. And, uh, or not, I don't know, you are. And uh, um, I think the reason I come is to share this. You know, we live in a world that's so, uh, we're moving so fast, and we're getting most of the things that we know to be true these days from that reliable source known as YouTube. And uh, it's a dangerous place to learn the truth, you know, because uh, it's a very deceptive and sometimes seductive place where people take lies and they make them look really pretty. And when you scratch the surface, you realize it's a little empty. And, uh, you know, maybe we live our lives in a way that we don't think about what we're doing here or why. Um, but I would encourage you today just to stop and think a little bit, you know. Why are you here? And uh, what's the reason for it? I, I was uh, uh, in college, in university. For me, I lived in Texas, and I went to University of Texas. My roommate there was a guy named Louie. He's like a really cool guy, like kind of a partier more than me. So having him as a roommate kind of increased my partiness. And uh, But he was older than me, too. He was older. And I was graduating with a bachelor's degree, which would just be your basically get me out of school forever degree. Louis was getting a master's degree, which means he graduated from the university and he voluntarily went back and took extra school on his own, which is just proof that you're stupid, right? And so uh, he went back and he got a degree in, in geography. That's what he was studying. So uh, so to get a degree in geography, this happens. I know this because I lived with the guy. And so he had to do a big project. Like like he concluded with like this capstone thing where you have to you, he had to choose one land formation in the world and know everything there was to know about it. Had to write a paper. Do this what stressed him the most. He had to do an oral exam, which means you sit in front of three professors. They ask you questions and you have to answer, which is very stressful because you don't know what they're going to say. And a paper, you can, you know, you don't have to turn it into you're ready. But he's, he doesn't know what they're going to ask. He's really nervous. But they can't ask anything. They can't say what's the temperature in Adelaide today, right? They can, they can only ask him about one thing. And that is the one land formation that he chose. Chose He chose a land formation known as Mount Rainier. It's in the U.S., so he picked it, I think, because he thought that would be easier. It's in the state of Washington, and uh, it's near to Seattle. But last time I did this, I, I said, that. does anyone know where it is? I didn't ask you because you don't live there. But but uh, this girl stood up so proud. I said, does anyone know what state it's in? She's like, Seattle. I'm like, Seattle's not technically a state, but, you know, that's all right. You know, moral victory. All right, so it is very close to Seattle. And uh, and Louie learned everything there was to know about Mount I mean everything. I learned a lot. It's, you know, I learned it was formed over 10,000 years ago when the platelets came together, some sort of thing, probably an earthquake. It was volcanic, although now it's dormant, which is what we learned in college. But it's been smoking again lately. So if someone says, hey, I got a house for you, don't buy one on Mount Rainier. And uh, um, it, it has a the canyon that runs beside it is is one of the coolest views of the mountain. And, and we had all these pictures in our apartment, like like satellite maps, topographical maps, pictures from above, pictures from below. It was like when it came time for his test, I think I could have passed, quite honestly. Right. Um, and and for his graduation from university, Louis, his parents, I'm going to do this one day for one of my kids. I still have two kids left to graduate university. So I have one, I have three kids all together. One's graduated. Um, and uh, they gave him a lot of money, but the money had rules. It had rules, right? Arch D. 107.9. Life FM. 
And they said, you're not allowed to save it. Good rule, right? Not allowed to buy things with it. Interesting. What is he allowed to do? Only go places with it. So they said, basically, go, go. See what you want to see. Do what you want to do. Go where you want to go. Don't come home till it's all gone. Because you'll never have this much freedom again, ever. You'll get a job and you won't be able to go for like four months. He went for four months, you know, off and away. And seeing things, he they mostly drove, you know. They did fly to Europe once, but I say they because he took a friend with him. He took this friend, Dave. I don't know anything about Dave. The only thing I know about Dave is he apparently was a better friend than me. Because, right, I did not get to go and he did. So they were friends in second grade or some baloney like that. I don't know. So, uh um, they went to California. That's the first thing they did. They got in the car. They drove to California. They went to the beach. They drove north from there towards Washington because where are they really going? Mount Rainier, right? This, all the things that Louis studied, all the things he's seen, he's never seen the real Mount Rainier that he studied for a whole half of a school year. And they're getting close, and he realizes that Dave will, it will mean nothing to him. He doesn't know that it's one of the five tallest mountains in the world that was formed over 10,000 years ago. He doesn't know all those things, which is just evidence of why. I'm just saying. Should took me on the trip. But he went with Dave, and so he thought, I'll explain it to him, you know. And from a long way off, way before he could ever imagine, uh, before he can tell Dave anything about the mountain, towering over their car is Mount Rainier. And it's extraordinarily impressive. I lived in Colorado, so I'm used to mountains. But Mount Rainier is unique. First, it's taller than any of the mountains in Colorado. Um, second is it's not in a mountain range. It's just by itself. So it makes it look, you know, it's like land, land, <laughs> land, 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 right? It's just gigantic. It's gigantic. And it's all by itself. It's just powerful. And so all the things that Louis wanted to say, all the things he wanted to tell Dave, all he could say was, <gasps> Like no words, right? So they get there. They park at the at this uh, national park where you look across the canyon at the mountain. And he knew exactly how to get there because he studied every map there ever was. And they sit down in the um, they sit down on this park bench and they look up at the mountain. And all of a sudden, uh, Louis starts to cry. I've heard him tell this story, so I'm 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 telling it the way he told it more or less. And uh, and Louis starts to cry. And uh, this is when the story gets a little interesting, in my opinion. I will say that because. Uh, in, in my personal opinion, I've discovered as a person who works with young people that girls and guys differ somewhat in this particular area, right? So when a girl cries, this is a generalization, I realize, but in general, when a girl cries, it becomes something of a community event. You know what I mean? Like one girl cries and there's like five girls there. Where did they come from? I don't know. They have like cridar. You know what I mean? It's like crying, girl crying, two o'clock, go, go, go. They go. Guys are different. Like when a guy cries, it's like it's very like vulnerable. You know, we don't know what to do. So mostly we pretend it's not happening. And so Louis starts crying and Dave looks over and he's like, whoa, Louis crying. Something's wrong. Yeah, I'm out of here. He went back to the car, left him alone. Right. So we're so compassionate, guys. Right. So uh, so Dave sits in the car for what seems like forever until Louis comes back. And Dave, you know, being the good guy that he is, you know honors like the bro code and pretends it did not happen all right and so it's like hey uh so um you want a burger yeah all right let's go all right so they go get a burger they just pretend it didn't happen right that's 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 what you do so they're sitting that night at this campsite and uh louis way over here and dave's way over there and it's been a long time and it's dark and so dave finally decides it's safe to ask so he's like hey louis hey what 
what happened today when we were, you know, we stopped at that park and you're sitting at the mountain and I looked at you and well, when I looked at you, there's, you know, all of a sudden you really, right, you know what you're doing, right? So this is what Louis said in that moment, what he still says to this day. He even wrote it down, a little uh, article one time. Uh, and he said, um, Dave, you know me. You know I'm a level-headed guy, so believe me when I tell you uh, God spoke to me today. I can't explain it. It wasn't spooky visions or angels or anything like that. Um, but I'm just telling you as clearly as I'm hearing your voice in my ears right now, I, I was hearing God's voice in my heart, not my own. And he said to me, Louie, you probably know more about Mount Rainier than anyone who's ever walked the face of the earth. But right at this moment, you're learning the difference between knowing a lot about something and meeting it face to face. And the thing is, Louis, there's a very big difference. It's a very big difference. And I'll tell you something else, Louis. You've known a lot about me for a long time. Past your religion class, you know all the answers to the trick questions. But the only question for you today, Louis, is do you know me do you know me and that's a question god has for all of us really hi this is steve angrisano and you're listening to arch d radio arch d 107.9 Law FM. so i want to sing a song with you that uh we don't sing in church very often but i think if jesus had been a hippie in the 70s totally would have written this song it goes like this lean on me when you're not strong I'll be your friend. You know this song? Have I heard this? I'll help you carry on. Hey, just come up here. I need that girl up here. Yeah. Yeah, singing girl with the glasses on her head. Yeah, yeah. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. You don't have to come along. Yeah, there we go. All right. Give him a hand now. All right, so here's how this goes. Ready? All right. When I say lean on me, here's what you're going to do. Lean on me. You're going to lean back to back, cross your arms, look out there, act cool. You see why I picked her? She's just a little cool. All right, all right. Lean on me, lean. Yeah. When you're not strong. When I say strong, turn and face everyone and show us your massive and amazing strength. You're just going to have to act. There we go. All right, great. Here we go. Lean on me, lean. When you're not strong. High five. I'll be your friend. Raise the roof. I'll help you carry on. All right, I'm going to say four. We're all going to go five. Here we go. Four. Five. You have to do your hand and everything. We shouldn't have just girls. We need two guys up here, too. How about two guys from this group right here? I'm going to take this dude right there. That's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so good. That's cool. And then pick one guy. Pick a friend. There you go. See? He didn't even pick him. He just knew who it was going to be. All right, all right, all right. Lean on me, lean. When you're not strong. That's it. High five. I'll be your friend. Raise the roof, I'll help you carry on. Now do this part with them. Four. It won't be long. Short, but we're going to say too short because you're an advanced crowd. I can tell. Here we go. Four. That was very uninspired. A little louder. Here we go. Four. Yeah. It won't be long till I'm going to need. Get it? Get it? Need elbow? I know. I'm clever. All right. The fifth graders just stared. No, I don't get it. All right, all right, all right. Ask your teacher. Here we go. Four. It won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean, lean, lean. Stay here, but give them a hand. Aren't they doing a good job, right? 
So here's the deal. We're going to do it all together. Everybody's in. We're going to sing so loud that random people driving by just stare in amazement and go, that must be like a Lutheran school. All right, because Catholics just don't sing that loud. All right, so stand up and let's try it together. Here we go. Everybody's in. Find a partner. If you got three people, do the Charlie's Angels version. All right, you can do it. One, two, three. Lean on me when you're not strong. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on for it won't be long because I'm going to need somebody to lean. All right, you clap and I'll sing. Here we go. Sometimes in our lives we all have pain. We all have sorrow. But if we are wise, we know that there's Always tomorrow, lean on me when you're not strong. I'll be your friend, I'll help you carry on for it. Won't be long, but I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. So please swallow your pride if I have a thing. You need to borrow for no one can fail. Those of you, that was acceptable five. That you only show lean on me when you're not strong. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on for it won't be long. Cause I'm gonna need somebody to lean all right sing it if you know it here we go now you just call on me brother when you need a hand we all need somebody to lean yeah i just might have a problem that you'll understand we all need somebody to lean here we go now lean on me when you're not strong i'll be your friend I'll help you carry on for it won't be long Cause I'm gonna need somebody to lean on Yeah, give these guys a hand for dancing around up here, yeah? Yeah. Hi, this is Steve Angrisano, and you're listening to Arch D Radio. Arch D. 107.9. Law FM. So, uh... I was, uh, I was in a, a little town called Amarillo, Texas, and when I was there, I was uh, being a keynote speaker for a big rally, like 800 kids, and I got driven around the whole week by these eight, this is not a joke, by these eight nuns, right? They, they were sisters, they were Franciscan, they wore a little gray habit, little blue peeking out, you know, and, and they were just kind of remarkably special, very beautiful, they just look you in the eyes when you were with them, you just felt like you were in another world, you know, they were so faithful, you could just taste it it was just it was i don't know i can't explain it and then when the conference was over they said can we take you to dinner before you go to the airplane and i'm like yeah yeah i've never been asked out by a nun before that's so cool let's go right i did not say that i thought it but if i just said it i'd be dead now and so uh, i said yes and they took me to this little mexican restaurant and when we walked in you just don't know what life is like until you walk into a restaurant with eight nuns right i'm serious it sounds like a joke eight nuns walked into a bar right so we 
we went in and the entire place, like, I don't know if you have this in Australia, but like, do you know like the Madeline cartoon? Do you have that, right? So we look like the Madeline cartoon. We're in a straight line and we go all the way to the back and the whole restaurant stops. It's like, la, la, la. <laughs> they watch us sit down. The waiter brings us water and, and, uh, and the sister sitting next to me goes, thank you for serving us because your service of us is an imitation of God's love for us. And when you do this for me, I see Jesus in you. And the waiter was like, well, he obviously never heard this before, right? And so he said, uh, I'm Catholic. That's what he said. I don't know what that means. Like, I feel the love. You know, I don't know. All right. He shouldn't have said that because then she said, that's beautiful. Did you go to mass today? Because it was Sunday. And he's like, oh, sister, I'm sorry. I had to work today. Restaurants are weekend business. She said, well, let's pray. It's the Lord's day. She jumped up, grabs his hand, starts praying in the aisle of the restaurant. I'm not joking. You think everybody was watching when we came in? No. Now now they're all in. Like, what's she doing to him? Right? So she finishes praying. And it's a beautiful prayer. May God bless you. And may you know that everything you do can be a reflection of God's love for others. Blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Pulls out of her pocket like 5,000 little holy cards. <sighs> Picks one out. Here, pray this prayer. Very beautiful. And then on the front is a saint. St. Augustine, doctor of the church. He's very famous. And guess what? He didn't go to Mass either. 30 years. Now he's a saint. You know, which is kind of says, and you can be too, right? You know what I mean? So, so, uh, so we finished dinner, and the little head sister says to the waiter, "Thanks for serving us. Your hospitality, everything, the food—it's just been marvelous. We we eat simply at home, well, but simply this has been special. And please tell the manager we have really, really enjoyed it." And he said, "Oh, you you should tell the manager. He's standing right there. Hang on." Brings the manager, says all this. I think he's going to cry. I'm not kidding. He's like, sister, thank you for choosing our restaurant. We've never had, you know, nuns in before. This is really cool. Like, here's my card. And you know, sister, I am Catholic. I was like, oh, Jesus, tell me he went to mass today because there's like a speech and a holy card, you know, and a whole deal. He did. He went to church this morning. He's a good boy. His wife sings in the choir. His mama can't drive anymore, but he drives her because he's a good kid, you know. So, so uh, we have this little conversation, and then he says, well, well. anyway, it's, it's a long story. They said to him, um, do you have any children? And he said, oh, sister, we've been trying to have children, but um, my wife, after three years, we have not been able to have any children. And the sisters, they were all over that. They said, oh, tell us your wife's name. We'll pray for you. They did not mean later when we go to the chapel. Okay. <laughs> Up go eight nuns around in a circle, holding hands, singing songs, and praying for babies. I'm not making this up. I'm seriously not making this up. And when they were done, out came like 10 billion holy cards, right? So here, pray this, pray this nine days in a row. Pray St. Gerard, Jerome, I don't know, one of them makes babies. Look him up. Bam, 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 bam. He walks away with like a cyclopedia of the saints, right? We're on our way out the door, which is good because remember the plane I was early for? This is all taking a little longer than I expected, right? And so we're trying to get out, but I see this man coming over to them and he wants to talk to them and I'm trying to push them out the door before the man can get there because I don't know, probably a sin, but that's what I'm doing, right? And they have plenty of time. The guy has plenty of time because some little kid grabs my leg and will not let go for anything. He's like, sir, sir, sir. I'm like, what? It's like, can I have my picture with the nuns? Like I'm their manager. You know, yeah, yeah. Certainly, kid. Five bucks. Okay, so make a little easy money. Take the picture. Now the man is there. This is something you don't forget. No matter how old you are, no matter how you live. I've never had this experience, but you just, you don't forget. And this little man gave him a piece of paper. I thought it was paper, but it was his napkin. He tore off half the napkin. And he handed it to him and he said, this is my wife's name. If you wouldn't mind praying for her, uh, she was too sick to get up uh, and come to breakfast with me today, but she's dying of cancer. Here's this little man. He just looks like your grandpa. I don't know. 
married who knows how many years. And he said, he said, um, I've had a very good life. And you know, we knew the end would come. And just as kindly as a little man can say it, he said, we knew the end would come. It just turns out to be a little more difficult than we expected. And we're not Catholic, but we know you pray and we just need all the prayers we can get. And I mean, the whole restaurant prayed with this man. Like, I'll never forget it. Like, we prayed with, we just prayed with him right there in the restaurant. We walked out into the parking lot. I thought they were just going to disappear and go back to heaven, really. But we, we walked out into the parking lot and I looked at the little head nun and I said, I did say this. I'm not kidding. I said, oh my gosh, I, I would like to be a sister. That's what I said. And she looked at me and she said, oh, you have quite a few obstacles. That's what she said. <laughs> Arch D. 107.9. Life FM. This is most everybody. Let's just start singing. So I wrote a song. Uh, it's It's been a little while since I wrote it. And uh, it was for one of those big Catholic youth festivals back home. And uh, they said, I had no idea the song would kind of get a life of its own. And they said to me, we, we just want a song for the closing session written just for us. I'm like, great. I'll write you a song. What do you want it to say? And they said, well, it's the last session of a big national festival. Like we'd like for it to say, now it's time to go out there and make a difference in the world. So, what a song called Go Make a Difference. If you know it, sing it with me. If you don't know it, the words are basically Go Make a Difference. So, it goes like this. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world. Kind of a put your hands on that beat right there sort of song. So you you clap there, yeah. We are the salt of the earth, called to let the people see the love of God in you and me. Yeah, we are the light of the world, not to be hidden but be seen. Go make a difference in the world. Here we go. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world, yeah. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world. We are the hands of Christ reaching out to those in need. The face of God for all to see, yeah. We are the spirit of hope. We are the voice of peace. Go make a difference in the world. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world. Yeah. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world. Go make a difference in the world. Go make a difference. In the world, yeah. 
Hi, this is Steve Angrisano, and you're hey, listening Matt. to Arch D Radio. Arch D. 107.9. Loth FM. I like this, and I keep doing that. Bit of mood music while... Hello, everyone. <laughs> As the eagle flies. <laughs> I could, I'd love to do that kind of... No, apparently my voice is just way too... Irritating? Too... <laughs> Oh, that was a bad joke. That was, yeah, a joke, and that's all it was. Yeah, that's all it was. Now, uh, we tried to source some ferns for a little conversation so we could be between two ferns. Thank you. Thank you for the support. (laughs) Much appreciated. Uh, Just wanted to ask you a couple of quick questions, though, Steve. Um, Before, you did mention about your daughter and, and her quote about the banana and that she's very sarcastic, so she'd make a good Australian. I just wanted to just touch back on that, if that's okay. Um... You've now been to Australia five or six times. What would be the thing that you would say if there were two very distinct differences between... uh, I was going to say three, but you've said that we're more sarcastic. So two other very sort of distinct differences between Australia and the US. You know, that's a harder question than it sounds like. I I think that one obvious... One really good difference to me is that I like the spirit of of the culture here. I like your very lighthearted, fun crowd generally. And... uh, we get all too very serious back home. And uh, I, you know what? When I go home, this is what I say. This is what I say. When people say, what's it like in Australia? I said, well, like, it's, if you mix, like, uh, British wit and American optimism, you'd get, like, Australian. You know? And I thought that was kind of cool. You know, you're clever, but you're optimistic. So that, that, that would be, uh, that'd be one thing. And then, uh, you know, sadly, you don't have the best football, but you do the best you can. So I appreciate that. And uh, so... I'm a, I'm a big sports fan back home, so so uh, uh, I lived in Denver for 13 years, and the Broncos won the Super Bowl, so that was a big big deal for us. Yeah, see, I met a few Bronco fans in this uh, today, actually, in the guys' school. Yeah, a bigger following, obviously. It it's it's you know internationally, I mean. Internationally, because you know it's better. But I did I did kind of get into last year. I was in Melbourne for a couple of weeks, and I did kind of get into the AFL, which I went to a couple games. It was good. And people say, who do you pull for? I don't really have a team. I was just instructed, do not pull for Collingwood, whatever you do. That's, that was what I was instructed. So I, that's what I did. You know. I'm a big baseball fan, and, and this, this guy goes, oh, I can't. I wish I could do your accent because he said, oh, mate, they're like, they're like, the Yankees of Australian football. Which the Yankees is the baseball team you love to hate because they win too much. But uh, so I guess that's the call. Is that Collingwood? Yeah, and I really love that. During the last session we did, I admitted to you in private that my family is a long-running Collingwood family. So yes, I do yes. appreciate you drawing that story out even longer than no, the last yeah, longer, time. Longer, longer. I wanted to just turn the knife, you know. So. Yeah, much appreciated. So last year, Australian Catholic Youth Festival, you were here and uh, it was amazing. You had amazing uh, shows. All of your sessions were all full and, and um, we've got the next Australian Catholic Youth Festival happening in 2017. It'll be in Sydney this time. Hopefully you'll be there. Has there been any expression of interest that you might be there? No, it could happen. I'm, I'm going to talk to them on Monday, so I hope I hope that I can come. But uh, if I don't, you know, it'll, it'll, the show will go on for sure. But I hope I can come, yeah. Now, the, the ones over in the US, the NCYC, which you've emceed now four times. Yeah. Um, how, how is that? Because a lot of people here who went to the Australian Catholic Youth Festival, this was their first experience of something like this, sort of a very large Catholic festival. What's it like over in the US? That's, that's 20,000 people. You know, What's that experience like? 
performing in front of a group of that size. Yeah, it's very similar. You know, he asked me in one session, what's the difference between performing with a small group like this and a large group uh, like, you know, 25,000 people? And, you know, this is funny for me. This is just a, this is a personal answer to the question. I find this more difficult. That um, when you're in a group of, when there's 20,000 people and you're on a stage and the lights are in your eyes, like I don't actually see any people, any people, right? I'm just singing to the darkness and the darkness is singing back and I can hear them, so that's good. Um, but in here, you know, uh, people are just people. So like if two people in the back start laughing and talking, like here I am, I could have been yesterday on the stage with 25,000 people and here I'm consumed with, what is that girl laughing about? Am I... Exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's you know, people are people, and and seeing faces when you share a personal story is almost harder than seeing just the sea of people. But um, in in a lot of ways, my favorite thing about ACYF or NCYC is um, I just don't think you know. I again, I was kind of trying to figure out why you chose to come to this. That's why I asked those questions. Like, I just don't think most people imagine the church in this way in a light-hearted passionate fun uh make a difference kind of way and when you go to acyf when you go to uh the national conference back home you're just surrounded like twenty thousand catholic teenagers laughing and singing and playing and praying yes praying too but it's they're not like these holier than thou holy rollers they're just normal people like you and me you know, normal people who for whom faith is important and i think it helps me to live my faith more passionately to come to something like this once in a while where i know that other people are experiencing that passion as well yeah fantastic now going up another level again uh you've done now seven world youth days as well which is a huge amount um it takes the amount of attendance up another level from that twenty thousand at ncyc because yeah. it can move into the millions, millions especially with the yeah. european ones it's nuts yeah. now the first one you did i remember i was reminded when you were telling the story about the nuns about uh, your experience doing the first World Youth Day, which was actually in Denver, was it? Yeah, that wasn't technically my first. It was my first World Youth Day. It was your first World yeah. Youth Day, though. And But you got to meet the Pope. I did. At the, and it reminded me a lot of those experiences when we were talking about it last time of if you ever were to meet someone who you sort of had seen from afar for yeah. so long, what would you say to that person? And I think you answered that question really, really well. He's he's doing this. He's doing this to me because I made the Collingwood joke. That's why he's doing this. So, so I was going to meet Pope John Paul II, who's a saint now, right? He's a saint, and so I wanted to speak to him in his native language. So um, at the last minute, I think I need to learn something in Polish, and the only resource I had was like a children's book, you know, at the library. And so I learned how to say in Polish. Hello, how are you? I am a good boy. That's what I learned. So I'm going to stand up in front of the Pope and I'm going to say, Hello, how are you? I am a good boy. And in that moment, not only did I forget all of the Polish that I had been working on for like three weeks, but I blanked completely on all the English I've ever known in my life. And I just said, oh, You know, like no words actually came out. And he gave me, he grabbed my hand and he was like, Oh, I get this all the time. You know, I don't know what he was saying. He gave me this nice smile. But it was funny because uh, to get to him, to get to him was a little bit of a trick. So I had to run. I had to kind of run behind the crowd and kind of pull into this little corner to meet the Pope. And I really, really wanted to meet him. And um, So you gate crashed the Pope, basically, is what I saying. did. Well, I almost was unsuccessful because I was, see, this is a nun story. I was sitting next to a nun who met the Pope because they told us when he walked out onto the stage, 
do not walk up to the Pope or we will shoot you. Basically is what they said, right? As soon as he sat down, some little nun runs over there, kisses his cheeks, practically sits in his lap, really. I was like, they're letting her get, no one's shooting the nun, you know, that's what I'm saying, right? Uh, then when the Pope walks off and I see a little window, I run to this little spot where I could meet the Pope. I'm almost there. I get body checked out of the way. I'm like, I'm getting arrested on national television. I look up. No. It is, it is not the Secret Service taking me down with handcuffs. It was the nun. It was the nun, right? With she the same followed nun? me. Yes, same nun. Going in for double dips. I mean, she met him once for crying out loud, right? You know? She knelt down and grabbed his hand, and I reached in over the top of her head and met the Pope. It did look like I knocked the nun on the ground, but I did not. I, she deserved it. She deserved it, and I deserved to meet the Pope. And there's no but footage anyway, so it's okay. There it's is fine. footage. Oh, and, there is. Uh, yes, it's a very sad thing in my life. Oh, but no. I think that the, I think it looks closer than it really was. <laughs> All right, let's leave it for now. Cool. cool. Back into it. Big hand. Um, thanks for Steve for coming along today, everyone. This is fantastic. He's only been here for three days here in Adelaide and he's spending a day here with us. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so awesome. thanks, Steve. Thanks. Thank you. Arch D. 107.9. Life FM. Hey, so I went to the Holy Land one time and I learned all these amazing things about our faith. I touched places that Jesus had been. It was just mind blowing. And I learned cool things like there's a thing called an ichthus. Do you even know what that is? It looks like a fish. It's like the outline of a fish. It's a it's a Christian symbol and and it was like a code. Like if I drew you could you could be killed for being a believer in Jesus. So if I thought you were a believer, we want to talk about it. I draw the top line of the fish and then if you drew the bottom line, you know, like fishers of men, that's kind of symbolism, right? So if you drew the bottom line, then we would know we were believers. And then there's this other thing. Sometimes like if I thought you might be a believer, but I wasn't sure, I would walk up to you and I would go, na, 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 na. And then if you went, na, 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 then I would know you were a believer, right? So I, I might have made that one up too. So, uh, but we're going to try that one. See, I go, na, 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 na. Right, perfect. Except you have to do this with your hands. If you're embarrassed, close your eyes. No one will see you. All right, here we go. Na, 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 na. Right, and since I can't do my hands, why don't you just do my part with me? All right, here, three, four. Now you clap and I'll sing. Here we go. Every move I make, I'm making you. You make me move, Jesus. Every breath I take, I breathe in you. Every step I take, I take in you. You are my way, Jesus. Every breath I take, I breathe. That's good. I like that. Three. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. Everywhere I look, I see your face. Your love has captured me. All right, here's the deal. There's sort of a little dance that goes with this one. So I need like four girls from the Brown group to come up here and help me out. All right, so. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. Everywhere I look, I see your face. Your Love. Good enough. How can it be? Perfect. All right. So you clap, I'll sing. Every move I make, I'm making you. You make me move. Jesus, every breath I take, I breathe in you. Every step I take, I take in you. You are my way. Jesus, every breath I take, I breathe in you. Here we go. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. Everywhere I look, I see your face. Your love has captured me. 
Oh my God, this love, how can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Oh, how can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Oh, how can it be? All right, now we got it. We're going to do it full speed. Two, three, four. Every move I make, I'm making you. You make me move, Jesus. Every breath I take, I breathe in you. Every step I take, I take in you. You are my way, Jesus. Every breath I take, I breathe in you. Here we go. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. Everywhere I look, I see your face. Your love has captured me. Oh, my God, this love, how can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Oh, how can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Oh, how can it be? Na 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 Yeah, give these girls a hand for dancing around up here. Hi, this is Steve Angrisano, and you're listening to ArchD Radio. ArchD. 107.9. Law FM. If you would just open your eyes today, you would see that God is putting plenty of opportunities in your life to be a little reflection of God's love. We are called to be sisters. We are. And we are called to cooperate with grace. We're not the grace. You don't have to be God. God is God. We're not the grace, but we cooperate with grace, right? We're not God's mercy. It's the year of mercy. But we can be messengers of mercy and love and forgiveness to people. And you would be surprised if you just forgave who you could forgive and love who you could love, the difference you would make in the world. I want to sing a song with you that... um, it's just a really special song to me, and it's called Sacred Silence. And uh, if you don't know it, just learn it, all right? And sing sing one time, and sing one time. Don't care what anyone thinks around you, all right? It goes like this. Sacred silence, just listen. Holy ocean, gentle water washing over me. Help me listen, Holy Spirit, come and speak to me. So even if you don't know it, there's like an hour between every line. So I can help you with this. Plenty of time to practice. So the first line is just sacred silence. Try it once. Sacred silence. Perfect. Wait, there's so many girls that are really singers. Let me put it closer to the real key. All right. Here is sacred silence. Sacred silence. Holy ocean. Holy ocean. You sound good. Gentle water. Gentle water. Washing over me. Washing over me. Help me listen. Help me listen. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. That's the tricky line. Come and speak to me. Come and speak to me. One more time. Sacred silence. Sacred silence. Holy ocean. Holy ocean. Gentle water. Washing over me. Washing over me. Help me listen. Help me listen. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come and speak to me. Come and speak to me. Third verse, we're going to skip to the third verse. Holy Mary, gentle mother, you sing it. Holy Mary, gentle mother, gentle mother, God's pure vessel, God's pure praying for me. 
praying for me. Saints and angels, you can do it. Saints and angels, all in heaven, all in heaven. Come and be with me. Come and be with me. Saints and angels, all in heaven, come and be with me. Sacred silent, holy ocean, holy gentle water washing over me washing over me help me listen Holy Spirit come and speak to me come and speak to me let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen Amen Lord, we thank you for this day. Help us to open our hearts to you and know that there is a God-shaped vacuum in our hearts that only you can fill. And Lord, help us to let you fill it. Give us courage to leave here and maybe no one else will see it, but that we might be a little different in our willingness to let you be a part of who we are. And if you know the prayer, pray it with me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So stand up with me. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome. Sing it now. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome. All right, one time, get ready. Mash up. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Get ready. Lean on me. When you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on for it won't be long Cause I'm gonna need somebody to lean on Waves of mercy, waves of grace Everywhere I look, I see your face Your love has captured me Oh my God, this love, how can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Oh, how can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Oh, how can it be? Na 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 na. All right, one last time. We're gonna do the waves of mercy triple time. Here we go. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. Everywhere I look, I see your face. Your love has captured me. Oh my God, this love. How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Oh, how can it be? 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 Na 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 na